Hello there, and welcome to Everpals. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, I was just, there was a, poking you might have heard it, there was a loud uh, muffler in the background, but I'm so good at this now, I muted my input so it didn't affect the stream. I think I heard something. I thought you were falling out of your chair. Oh, yeah, it could have been that too. But I'm yeah. I'm worried. I, I'm really worried that we're approaching beyond mediocre podcast. So next time I'll just let it go and let that background noise just fall right in. You know, it's funny because we just had uh, somebody in our Discord saying that we're the best mediocre podcast around or whatever. That's what we're striving um, for, to be the best I'd, mediocre. <laughs> yeah, what we're not striving for, right? That's, that's tough. Because it's like it's an oxymoron, like it's it's like a paradox, right? Yeah, because we're not striving for anything. No, but we're greatness. Just a good time, right? So there's been like an announcement from Dark Paul Games. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have probably read about it. Maybe some of you haven't. But I know kinda... I'm. Go ahead. Really excited for this, um, and yeah. a lot. I've seen a lot of people talk about the roadmap, which is what we're going to talk about. But I've seen a lot of people talk about the roadmap in five minute, 10 minute videos. And right. we're going to get to do a whole hour on this An and really podcast. just dump right into it. And I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about everything in here. So EverQuest never really done anything like this before, have they? No, they even said that they've never done anything like this before. Uh, I think in the post, right? Yeah, I, I really like it. It's very, um, it's like reassuring for players. Like, look, we're, we're sticking around at least for another year. Um, you know, they want to do more for, beyond 2022 but it's it's really um yeah it's just encouraging to, to see that they're going to be putting out all these new things um so yeah i was personally uh, appreciative of it um because i like to plan and you know get excited for things so right you know in may when i see like new progression server well that's kind Ooh, of yeah you know, you get something to look forward to. What is it going to be, right? Well, we'll talk about that. Right. Um, I do want to start off by they did like a recap of 2021. Yeah, okay. Uh, and just kind of talk about what they did over the year and see if you remember any of them. <laughs> right, right. I remember one thing for sure, but go ahead. Uh, is it the Fez hat? Well, that is something I remember, but no, I was talking about uh, Mischief and Thornblade. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So I, they said they did the uh, one-of-a-kind Furiona Vey statue. Um, I remember they had like a, a drawing for that. I don't know who won it. I never got to see it in real life, but I guess somebody got it. Yeah, maybe it's one of our listeners. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they added the Fez party hat, which I know you rocked for a little bit. I I feel like I'm playing a time for some reason. No, no, I wasn't playing a time. Um, we were... And playing a time, no, it was much um, later than that. I was on Yarnax when I had it. Mm, it was on Yarnax, so it must have been uh, Omens or later. No, no, even later than Omens. Like Yarnax wasn't created until DODH. So TSS then, yeah, yeah, maybe TSS or Prophecy Row. You probably just kind of put Prophecy Row out of your mind forever. So, oh, I keep forgetting about that expansion. Yeah. It's awful. Selective amnesia. Uh, <laughs> And they said in May they did the random loot servers, Mischief and Thornblade, which we had fun on. We did have fun on. Like we didn't, we had like high hopes for it. We had a lot of plans for it, um, but then we just got wrapped up with everything going on uh, with pals and everything going on at 
on uh, Mangler, and we were just really having such a good time there that it was hard being split between the two, and so uh, we chose Mangler. You made me excited to, you know, I learned how to play a bard, and we got to see what the random loot was going to be like, but, um, you know, maybe uh, experience could have been a little faster. What do you think? Yeah, it, like our group, while it was very self-sufficient, it wasn't the fastest as far as leveling. Um, but again, we had fun. We experienced some new zones we didn't typically uh, gone to, went to, like Runny Eye, different things. But we didn't give it a lot of time. I think we were split between that and Mangler, and Indian Mangler won out. Uh, and I'm happy. Happy for that as well because yeah. we're still going. Right. They uh, they appeared to have added the item compare system, which allows you to compare your items that you have equipped with other items that may have been dropped or whatever. That that's been Do useful you... for like three times in the past year. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't see myself using it a lot. You know yeah. what I do use it for is like augs or trying to find where an aug is at, like in what slot. Yeah, um, I forget it exists, so I don't use it that often. But yeah, uh, thanks for doing that. I do like that. Uh, I don't know if they added it in here on this uh, update, but I do like that they added the ratios uh, for weapons. Yes, that keeps my uh, phone in my pocket. Don't have to pull out the old calculator. I wish they would do ratios for mana to damage. Mm -hmm. I would really appreciate that, you know, now being a wizard uh, main. Uh, I, I, I just do the calculations on my own, but I think that'd be really nice to see ratios for spells. Let's see. It looks like they did. Uh, Overseer got an update. Um, some new hunter achievements. I know they started releasing bags for hunter achievement quests. Right. So uh, I didn't know about this. I remember on uh, oh yeah <laughs> on Mangler, people were like joining raids and doing the hunter quests and things like that to get the achievement. And I was like, oh, I guess these are just completionists and want to get the achievement. Little did I know, there's a nice bag attached to it. Here I am rocking a original backpack with the asterisks next to it. Um, while there's like 16, 24 slot bags just being uh, kind of given away by Daybreak Games or Dark Ball Games. So, yeah, I know um, our friends Anigo and Kara are kind of looking in to do the one for uh, Secrets of Fade War. And I kind of sometimes join them with that. Um, speaking of Kara, we need to get with her because in October they released the Membership Perks program. And uh, we talked about it a little bit on here, but I have no clue if it was beneficial or not. Oh, right. Did she sign up for all of those or some of those? I think she got, oh, heavens knows. Well, I think maybe ask. she just got the uh, extra bag slots or something, maybe. Yeah, you keep going. I'm going to send, I'm going to send Cara a text. Okay. Right you now. ask her if, if she liked it or not. <laughs> uh, right. In November, they got a re-release of the uh, original soundtrack on Black Final. I personally have the uh, Mez edition that came out in, for the 20th anniversary. Okay. Um, it was going for like uh, $350 on eBay, so I'm just going to hold on to that for a little bit. Yeah, nice investment. It's not opened up or anything. It's just oh, here cool. staring at me. Um, and then it looks like in December they had their new expansion, 28th expansion. Wow, go EverQuest. Terror of Luckland. Wow. Yeah, Terror of Luckland. We did, I think we did talk about that a little bit. Um, very brief. 
we did a small pot uh, episode on that. Um, part of an episode on it. So I personally, not a whole lot. I felt like in 2021 that really tickled my fancy, but uh, you know, you could see progress. Right. They're still releasing content, uh, new servers. I think we talked about this. I don't know if we talk about it on like while recording or, or while grouping sometime, how much does it take for dark Paul games to generate a new server? Now I know like if it's a new rule set, um, like certain coding has to be done for that, but say they just wanted to make a mangler clone, like how much goes in, like how much, uh, resources goes into that. I think it would be pretty minimal. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> so I think they just need to hop on board and start doing like some unique things. I mean, it's the game's 22 years old now. Let's just, uh, see some, let be extravagant. Let's see some stuff, you know, right. show me what you got. <laughs> All right. Vimy has two of the three perks checking to see if she likes them or not. So <laughs> getting do, live updates. Do, do you like them? You like Question them? Check yes or no. There you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh. 2021, they did a few things, but nothing truly like groundbreaking. Just, I, I mean, the, the random loot server was, I guess, groundbreaking. That was something that we didn't think could be possible. It, um, let's see. Mischief server is still, I think going pretty strong. I haven't really checked the pulse of the population or just kind of the community in general. But yeah, I, I think, think Chronos are only half a million now or something like <laughs> yeah. that. There was that Chrono problem where um, they, they got flooded, um, and so the economy got kind of screwed up because Platinum uh, became so plentiful. Uh, duped even. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wish something like that gets closely more closely monitored because – it just ruins the experience for a lot of people. Um, I yeah, but I think uh, a lot of people don't even care. They're having a blast on Mischief Server. So much so that they're asking for the new one in May to be similar random loot. Oh, you're getting too far ahead of yourself there. Oh, oh, come on, we gotta stay in, stay in order. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is that everything for 2021? Uh, that is from what I was reading. All right. So for 2022. I'm looking correctly, except for, I think, August. There's something for every month of the year, um, which is awesome. I was like, but also, like, why'd you forget August? Um, but I guess August to be their, their um, vacation month. So they have something, um, everything, something new, something they're releasing uh, for every month this year. So do you want to hit it off? Sure, we can start uh, probably with January, which we're in right now currently. Right. Um, and it looks like they've relaunched the Community Resource Council applications. Um, so is that like kind anything? of like an emissary of like somebody wants to be, you know, heard as far as like develop from developers? Uh, how's that work? Uh, yeah, I think um, so. From what I was reading on the forums, it sounds like they're like community members who have thoughts and ideas and are you know forward thinking. And they're going to use them for um, resources and content ideas. And okay. um, so, not us, couple, right? Well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> actually, you know, uh, somebody had posted that they should be using figures of the the community, yeah, like totally. Yeah, uh, um, you know, our friend Ion Blaze and Zade. Pantheus. Uh, He's got Pantheus his pulse on a lot of people. Yeah. 
And, you because know, we maybe hear not comments us. We're, from a lot, yeah, we're pretty small, mediocre people. But people right. that get a lot of influence from other, you know, like Pantheist has, you know, over 200 people at any one given time watching his stream. And so he has a sphere of influence of, I'd say, over 1,000 to 2,000 people that he communicates with on a weekly basis, like in and out of his stream, you know. And so he hears like a lot of ideas. And so that one person gets a lot of input from the outside. Um, that's that's why you were saying like they should get these, um, I'm trying to think, not influencers, not really, but um, people that, you know, communicate with a lot of the, the rest of the community. Um, I mean, not saying that we don't have grand ideas and, you know, fun, interesting thoughts, but yeah, no, Pantheus is a great example of uh, somebody that should be part of this uh, resource council. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if, if, I mean, obviously you have to apply, right? So right. maybe, I mean, I'm not saying that we should, because I don't know what, how time consuming it is. Right. But uh, I'm sure there's people that have very little, you know, um, foot, geographic footprint <laughs> yeah. for EverQuest that are going to get uh, part of this job and, um, you know, have their ideas shared. So. Yeah, I like that. You know, it's it's a good business model because, like, you know, we as the consumers or customers, however you want to look at it, um, you know, where's where the revenue for Dark Ball Games? And so it's a nice way to reach out and it's like, well, what do you, th-? you know, we want to hear you and we want to have a nice uh, direct avenue with a select few people. But, yeah, I'd be really interested to see, like, how they choose the people, um, you know, because you don't want, like, all you know, hardcore gamers. You want, like, a, a diverse uh, community of um of uh advisors i think that was the problem with like og everquest i'm talking like kunark uh velius luckland planes of power yeah from back in the original days where they were getting content and ideas and raid strats and stuff from you know fear and other just powerful guild leaders and right I'm thinking all those guys were very like-minded people. So that's why I think we got like planes of power, which was very raid oriented and raid heavy because that's the only people they were talking to. Yeah. There wasn't much. I mean, there was some, but not a lot of group stuff going on planes of power. Right. All right. So yeah, January we have the community resource council application. Um, So if you know, if you're interested in something like that, definitely check it out. Uh, Maybe one of us, We'll look into it. I don't know if I will, but maybe you. What do you think? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. So <laughs> one of you listeners can represent us um, as ever pals and report back to us and let us know how it works out. We'll be your sponsor. Yeah. You could put us. You could put us at a, as a reference, and we'll write you a letter recommendation. I've done several. For sure. Of those. All right. So February, big news. February. I'm excited for this. I don't know what it means. So maybe you, you can don't. explain it to me. I understand 32-bit, 64-bit, but so so what's going on? There's 64-bit servers and clients released to live servers. But tell me, what does that mean? Okay, so there's a huge long thread on there that is um, explained to me like I'm five. You know what that is? Five. Is that many how many uh, fingers I have on my hand? <laughs> okay. uh, there's a there's a Reddit subreddit that's yeah. called Explain to Me Like I'm Five. For oh, those okay, who don't know. perfect. I didn't know that. Uh, and they break some stuff down for you. And as far as I can tell, um, Windows might not even be able to um, support 32-bit servers anymore. Anyways, 
Okay. So everything since like uh, mid 2000s has been running basically on 64 bit servers, and EverQuest <laughs> is living in the Stone Age. Yeah. Um, and 64 bit compared to 32 bit is like, I think like 30 billion more of whatever. And it's like a huge astronomical exponential number uh, more than what we currently have. This should cause some of the crashing and lagging and stuff in the game to subside. Okay. And I also believe it gives um, Daybreak the opportunity to go ahead and start adding some more modern technology to the game. And something that we'll talk about a little bit later um, is like a, a, a modern UI. Um, and I think much later, yeah. switching to the 64 bit allows them to do stuff like that. Oh, so they can hit the uh, upgrade button from Windows XP and, you know, get into, you know, Windows 11 now. Correct. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who are running your EverQuest clients on toasters or the worst. Uh, well, like computer. one thing like a Raspberry Pi or something, you know, something like very generic. So, yeah, well, like I thought my laptops were old. I have one that's probably from 2010 um, that I had to double check and make sure that it was going to run on a 64-bit. Um, if you go to your, your Windows and then go to Display, you can find it there. Um, it'll tell you if you're 64-bit or... 32 bit, but right. anything I think Anigo told me Windows 8 and beyond is 64 bit, so you should be okay for yeah. most of you guys. Cool. Um, but so, know, like, I'm, I'm glad to hear like, you know, fewer crashes, less lag. Um, because, like, uh, during the time I was away from EverQuest, I did play uh, World of Warcraft some with the same computer uh, that I play EverQuest with, and I noticed World of Warcraft generally ran smoother and faster and that's probably why um, so yeah that's a very welcome upgrade um, so that comes sometime in february your zoning should be really fast from what i understand awesome uh, which yeah that. which is great <laughs> yeah all right uh, march so march is the always the anniversary for everquest the 23rd anniversary it's been so long um it's already had two years of drinking and so now its liver is starting to um, cirrhose and starting to shut. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, so 23rd anniversary, new quest, new missions, and a new raid. But I'm sure that's probably uh, in-game stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I think they do. Um, like one of the raids that they have is like dragons, dragons, dragons. Okay. Have you ever seen that? No. Uh, it's just like a anniversary raid that they do that you can go ahead and run kind of like the OMM missions. Oh, so you're kind of like shrouded or upscaled, downscaled, whatever it might be. Something. The, uh, the dragons, 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 I think you have to kill like a whole bunch of dragons and they get progressively harder. Okay. That but sounds cool. This this new raid might be something crazier, better, newer. Who knows? Yeah, so I remember last year, was it last year we did those? Um, yeah, it was last year because I did them on Yarnax. We did the uh, anniversary raids where we got the 10 dose um, 100% EXP pots. That were yeah, those are the the quests that they uh, oh, was that two had. years ago. Boy, no. that was last year, I think. That was last year. Okay. 
Yeah. But yes, I like those quests. I like free XP pots. Yes. Uh, yes please give me more. Yeah. I, th- th- those were not heirloom, which kind of made me sad because I would have really enjoyyed those for Telsey. Um, you side don't note, have them anymore? Hmm? I oh, have. They they're on Yarnax. Oh, boo. Yeah, they're on Yarnax, and I tried to switch them over. Even when I main changed back to Poly, I, I couldn't switch them over. So, but yeah, but Telsey is actually uh, might be a level eighty-five today. So, oh, I um, know. Good yeah, job. It's exciting. Yeah, good job. Thank you, um, Poken. Thank you, Anigo, and thank you, Kara. That's that's where the good job goes for the three of you who have. Uh, Pulled me through this love from level forty to level eighty five. Thanks. I told Anigo today that I thought eighty four to eighty five was like a modern day hell level. I don't know, but you guys have made it bearable. Believe me. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's easy fun. to get levels when you're working. <laughs> well, that too, but also like most of you are already level eighty five, and so you know the rate at which you're killing the mobs is much faster than when everybody's like level eighty or everybody's level eighty one. Um, you also, some of you already had, you know, current raid gear. I know Anigo has his weapons are like current raid gear. And I think Kara too, maybe you, do you already have? I have, a, I have raid weapons. Yes. Yeah. So, so there you go. Um, that's going to speed up the killing EXP. So, um, but yeah, I'm ready to contribute. I'm already starting to nuke in like the 30 K 40 K range. I'm looking forward to uh, bigger ones. Anyway, You're a wizard, Harry, I'm a wizard, uh, off topic. So another thing is Bristlebane's Day and Stomple's Day. Now, I kind of remember Stomple's Day. Um, I thought that had something to do with the rabbits. Is that right? Yeah, that's where I got the rabbit illusion from. Now, why, why isn't that um, during Easter? Or is that when Easter is? Is it March? I, yes, I'm, maybe. I I'm, I'm going to look. You keep, I don't know. You're the doctor here. Oof. I'm not a doctor of theology. But I, so while you're, I guess while you're looking, I'm yeah. going to talk about Bristlebane's Day, which I have no clue about. <laughs> it sounds exciting. Uh, I, I'm guessing, let's see, March, maybe, oh, I think Bristlebane's Day is like St. Patrick's Day, and it's like about okay. the drinking. No. So, so Easter is in um, April this year, so. Oh, so days. end of March, April, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bristlebane's Day, um but they said new content as if we already knew what Bristlebane's Day was. Yeah, so I guess I'm really pretty positive that uh, it's the St. Patrick's Day uh, equivalent in Norath. So so they say here Bristlebane's Day is uh, April 1st, April Fool's Day. But they say it's going to be. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You're right. But why do they have it listed in March? I feel like that is a joke from Bristlebane that they put in the wrong month. <laughs> but yeah, I know EverQuest is pretty notorious for doing fun stuff on April Fool's Day. I know that you know the the most common one is to have just the linear models uh, with no graphics, have that on, and then some fun stuff does happen. I think what would be really fun is if Plane of Mischief was changed on on April Fool's Day in some way. I remember for Bristlebane's Day last year. Now that you mentioned it's April Fool's Day. Um, you could go like into a zone and it would just turn you into a random illusion. Yes. Yeah. So you zone and every time you zone, you would just get a random illusion. Yeah. Something like that. that. Was it, was, it was Yeah. So you now you remember. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm going to look, I'm going to cheat and look up Stomple's day. That's definitely got to do with the bunny rabbits. Um, let's see. Stomple's day is a time of year when Norathians celebrate the elusive Stomple's, um, Oh, we get a 50% bonus maybe for faction, EXP, and rares. 
Um, but yeah, I don't think it's like any particular day. I think it's, it's kind, of, kind of random. Spring. Yep. So that brings it on. Go ahead. To, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of spring, we're going into April, we're right? April. Yep. So uh, new achievements for classics, um, which include like a lot of the original quests in EverQuest starting cities. So it gives you an actual reason to do them, maybe. <laughs> because I think you know, a lot of them, especially when you're in the higher levels where we are on Mangler and beyond, you're not going to go back and do some of these. Um, but Like what quests, though? Like what quests would you so do? I'll, I'll think of something in particular. So when I played on Povar, when I first started, there was a quest line from the Emerald Warriors. That's in Kelethan, uh, the Wood Elf Warriors, the Emerald Warriors. And you'd have to go and like kill pixies and get pixie dust and you would get like a bracer. But, you know, there was probably... I don't know exactly how many, about 10 quests. Um, and then you would end up with like a weapon at the end of it. Um, some of them were better than others, um, but it was kind of like a class race specific um, quest line that could be done. Now later that was kind of upgraded um, to where you can get better items. And I don't know where it is now as far as that, but. Do you think that they're doing this prior to the new progression server so people have more things to do in progression? You think maybe they're going to do like a long lockout uh, for like Classic and Kunark? So I would like if they, well, I mean, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but only one month ahead of ourselves. So we can talk, I guess, about this. Where they've revamped Classic a little bit to make it more interesting. I think there's so much that could be done in Classic. It's just that. You know, we come up with these newer ideas of like tasks and expeditions and things like that, um, which could be applied towards uh, the classic servers um, and the classic zones. Because there's some zones, say like Runny Eye, people just don't go into. But if you design a couple of quests uh, that involve it, then yeah, people would go and explore these new zones. So maybe yeah, there's, they could do a revamp so there, a little bit. There's definitely some people out there that are. Um, just dying to have to go around and hail a bunch of creatures again and try to figure <laughs> right. out where this quest starts and where it ends. Yeah. I, I think, you know, some new quests, I know they can't do too many uh, before like a new progression server comes out, but they got, you know, about four months. They could, they could make, you know, 30 or 40 quests in four months. I think if, depending on how many people they have on their team, um, especially for, you know, classic zones all the way from lower level, like one through 10, kind of things all the way up to, you know, something level 50, even if it's something cosmetic, um, you know, just something for people to do once they're max level other than raid. I would like to see like new things added to like original content. Mm -hmm. Like I would like to see my young Miss Moore kind of come back to Miss Moore's castle. Right. Well, even like, maybe a quest where you can summon him and then, you know, something happens and, the summoning goes wrong and he ends up dying again or running off or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that where you can like, there's a reason why you're in my, uh, Miss Morris castle now. And you're like, Oh, you know, there's a fear that if you kill too many mobs too fast or something, mine is going to show up and like bust your ass. So, right. um, I think that really fear is cool. not there anymore because everybody's played the same, you know, zones over and over and over again. So, you add some stuff, you know? So think about this. Like, I just saw this in my head. It'd be really cool. So think if you had, like, a bone, like a vampire leg bone. And, like, you didn't know what it was for. But in, in Miss Moore's castle, there's a coffin now. And if you add the 
the vampire leg bone then miss Moore is reconstructed and you know arises from his tomb uh, only to like you know flee off and and cause havoc in a later expansion or something like that I would, it'd be really cool if he'd like go from zone to zone kind of like how the sleeper oh, did like care from oh wow yeah that'd be really cool like you and you just, activate him and then everyone in that zone just gets crushed yeah and just <laughs> murk people but whoever's in his way as he goes to like unrest or something right oh that'd be cool yeah yeah developers you're listening do it <laughs> i told you yeah maybe we need to do this resource council thing. yeah maybe we, we, we got some ideas okay so may big month in may what we got going on in may Bogan? anything excites you yeah uh some well I, yes and no I know. I know. Uh, you you're picking up what i'm laying down yep uh the new progression servers uh they have now around uh not announced the rule sets yet so that's the hesitation um so well, there's not been... even that we're you know for lack of a better phrase we're balls deep in in mangler server right now we're having um, so much fun so like we're all back together again uh with kiss and ken um and you know we'll give maybe i'll give a quick shout out to a couple people um that from kiss and ken who did listen to the podcast hi everybody um but yeah, like I'm, I just finished a raid with them last night, having so much fun. Um, and then by that time, Underfoot would already comes out in March, and then would probably be what in House of Thule by then, I think. Maybe even yeah, I think that. it's a, it's the same month that House of Thule. That's supposed to be a lot of fun. You know, I heard the raids aren't as great, um, but there'll be a level cap increase to level ninety. We and, get houses, and we get houses. I forgot about we that. We get part. to be neighbors. All right, cool. Mr. We can't Roger. live together. Oh, sorry, we can't be, can't live together, can we? Uh, Nigo said you could be my roommate, or you can at least go in my house. I don't know. Okay, cool. Can I get like a little shed in the back? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's, all, that's, I what you that's want. all I need. Um, so uh, yeah, she shed. Yeah, she shed. <laughs> um, so yeah, new progression servers. There's been you know countless videos um, out there and lots of discussion in the forums of what it should be. I have what I think it should be. I don't remember if we've discussed like what you think it might, what would you want it to be? Uh, things fr from the uh, forums, people want PVP. I think there's like seven people that want PVP and they yeah. just have like eight accounts each. Um, I don't see that happening. No, uh, PVP uh, system and EverQuest, it doesn't work well. I think the... One thing that uh, people do agree on that would be cool would be like a level locked um, progression server, which I think would be kind of cool too. However, I don't see that happening either. Uh, they would have problems with like defined gear and stuff like that. Yeah. So level lock, um, does that mean you can only go into certain zones once you hit a level? Or you can only get up to level if every, everything's open, but you can only get up to level 50 or something? Yeah, basically. So what would happen there is everyone would just go to TSS. Well, TSS, I don't know if everybody would because so many people like the nostalgia of being yes. in unrest. But I mean, and, to get the best gear, you would get it in Serpent Spine. Because like something from level 30 in the Serpent Spine, like a, an item, is so much better than something you're going to get in Classic EverQuest. Lots of people are asking for a free trade server, yes. much like Fear on a V um, or Fear on a Vibe. But no random loop, right? Um, I, I don't think, know. I think a Nigo. Yeah. I think it was a Nigo who said, "Do the opposite. Do random loop, but no, everything's no drop." Ooh. 
<laughs> so how frustrating would that be if you're camping for you? I mean, you just camp the easiest thing, but it's all no drop. Things are going to get rotted. Yep. But I said that wouldn't work out well because, you know, the chrono farmers and that kind of stuff would have nothing, uh, yeah. nothing to farm. I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm expecting just uh, kind of like normal servers, one that's true box and one that's uh, box friendly, uh, right. kind of like what they've done before in the past there. And there might be a small tweak like with experience or whatever, but I don't see I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong, but th they might want to one up themselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but right. I think I think they might just do a regular server, get it out of the way, and then plan something big for just next like year. a Mangler clone. Yeah, but to me, like Mangler feels like the normal server because it's really the only one that has lasted. Uh, you know, has had any longevity uh, to it. You know, I don't. I think Celos is probably already at live, um, and I'm not sure about Rizlona. Um, Lockjaw, I can't remember all the name, different ones they've had, but Mangler, I mean, yeah, I play there, but it's the only one I can think of that has had a steady population uh, throughout all the expansions. So um, one thing that I did read, I, th I figured I'd bring up, is uh, Ardune is the Planes of Power locked one, right? No, Ardune. Uh, which one's the Planes of Power? Agnar. Agnar. So Agnar is the Planes of Power locked uh, server. And you know, that server, I don't know if it's doing so hot. Um, you can only raid plane of time so many times before you want right. to pull your hair out. Right, right. You have every gear. We, that did, it, we did it eight for eight months, and then we stopped playing, right? Yeah. Um, but somebody had said something like, do a omens locked um, progression server. Make it a little bit longer than normal, like uh, the, the lockout a little the bit expansions. longer. Yeah. And then uh, once it gets to Plane of Power, um, merge it with uh, Agnar and then have Agnar go to Omens with uh, the new server as so, well. I mean, all those people that uh, all those people that have like all their max gear from Planes of Power, could they just go into Gates of Discord, like ready to go? Yeah. I guess. Uh, I mean, that would maybe bring some of those people back. I, I don't like the idea of any kind of um, capped servers. Um, cause there's just an end to it. And for me, I wouldn't want to play on a server that has a, a finite end to it. Um, I mean, granted all the servers have an end eventually whenever they stop putting out expansions. Um, but to me, like stopping at planes of power, like there's so much more I would want to do <laughs> or stopping. I think it's very more. niche. Um, yes. cause I was thinking about it. I would, I think a POP lock server would be great. If I was going at a snail's pace, like where I would log in once or twice a week, you know, want to do my whistling fists, want to do my celestial fists, want to get right. tailoring maxed out, do all that stuff. And then, you know, when Planes of Power comes around, I can I can go back and do Kunark and do all these things, all these little quests that I've never done before. It'd be really interesting because the world is so massive and there's so many things to explore right. and so many quests to do that we've never even touched because we just skip by it because you know something's going to get better yeah, next expansion. Some, right, such as like the, the Coldane uh, Prayershaw quests. <laughs> you know. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> I've never done that. No, I've never done but that either. It's, the original it's because one. I'm raiding, uh, you right. know, in a raid guild in Velius, and you have Sleeper's Tomb, NTOV, uh, Dragon Necropolis, 
um, um, I'm thinking of the, a kale. Right. You have all these zones to hit in, you know, four or five who nights a week. When do you have to, who, who has time to do that? Plus all the tailoring and shit you need to do for the, the prayer shawl. Right. Which is a raid in its own. You have to have your guild go ahead and <laughs> right. do all that. For the ninth one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's something, it, it was really cool. I mean, it's well designed that prayer shawl was, I, you know, I joke about it because Cara mentioned it. There's an upgrade for it. Um, I think it was what underfoot. Uh, that she mm-hmm. wanted, she wanted us to do, and we're like, mm, we're not doing it, but we'll help you with whatever you need. <laughs> but anyway, um, and also like breakdown in communication, like the amount of time that goes into something like that. Um, they require lots of raids and lots of coordination, and for a guild, only a handful of people in that guild are going to actually get that done, because by the time you couldn't get it for everybody, because by the time it comes around to be your turn, your priority are already in. Um, what, like Depths of Darkhollow or something? Like you've moved, uh, or no, Dragons of Norath, and you probably moved past uh, Radiant Takvi and all those other places. If your server is locked at Omens of War, you have all, you have all the, the time, time in the world. Yeah. So yeah, that could be something pretty interesting. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm, I doubt they're going to make us wait too long. Uh, I'm expecting rule sets to be announced pretty soon. Yeah, so my ideal uh, rule set was going to be uh, to make the raid content harder um, across the board um, because I feel like raids themselves are much easier because we've had all this time to perfect the mechanics of the raid. And we also, you know, we farm gear much more efficiently uh, as we, as uh, players in a TLP setting and we just burn through content. And uh, I remember all the raids being much more challenging, uh, but now Almost any guild is pretty successful uh, with progressing through as long as they have enough people uh, to do so. But then um, we had some friends that went to World of Warcraft, the Season of Mastery server, and they realized just by doubling the hit points of a raid mob and also adding additional mechanics, slight extra mechanics, made them nearly impossible uh, to do without a perfect raid setup. And so now I'm like, you know, did they make it too hard? Um, and make it not casual friendly. So, you know, because me, I like raiding is one of the most favorite things that I have, aside from like the casual weekend groups. Uh, but I don't like leveling. It's just not a fun thing for me. Um, I'm just thinking about all the Parados uh, that the Enchanters would go through right. and how many tanks you would need to do a double hit point track in an right. in era or you know, like Hoshkars of punk still in uh, era kazakh the uh, oh with all his death God. touches and everything is, it, it lasts yes. a lot longer you're just like oh my yeah God. i'm so glad death touches are mostly out of the game right um but you know i think slight tweaks uh, especially to some of the classic uh raid mobs would be would be kind of fun um where i, th- I think know, that would be a lot of fun i it would be hard pressed for me to not, maybe not raid on a server where things were not so cut and paste, you know? Yeah. Well, like Kazakh Duel, when you, you know, after he gets to 75%, he summons one of the golems back to life. Uh, like terror, you know, it could be random, whichever one he summoned. You better hope it's not the one that death touches. Um, or something, you know, I don't know, something. Could you imagine getting a death ball? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, it just doesn't happen anymore. It used to happen all the time. But, you know, you, you, you have stories back from original pals when you were in classic and you have some fun stories and, you know, you don't, you don't remember the stories where you just came in and stomped 
and there was no opposition. You have the stories where there was some struggle, uh, but you persevered through it. And those, that's where the stories and the memories come from. At least for me, that's, that's when I'm enjoying it. Like when there was a challenge, but you figured it out and you overcame it and you beat the challenge. Yeah, like doing Master Yale with like 12 people and me and Mafaka uh, just t- eating each death touch yeah. and spawning right back in and running in again. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Losing seven levels. So yeah, hopefully, I don't know when they're going to tell us when the new rule sets. They just say a later date. Um, so hopefully it's sometime you know, in March or April where we can you know, talk about it uh, before it releases and, um, and see what we think about it. I know also unrelated to EverQuest, EverQuest 2, uh, this is a kind of a rare event. I think it's also in May where they're releasing a TLP, uh, standard rule set TLP. They don't do this very often. So it's every, every two, two years, years, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I've never played EverQuest 2. I know Anigo and Kara played a little bit and it says they enjoyed it. But then I asked Anigo, I was like, well, would you leave EverQuest for it? He's like, no. I was like, okay, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> but there must be something different about EverQuest 2 that makes it not as popular as EverQuest the original. Um, and so, you know, if you ever want to check it out, uh, Pokin, I think that might be fun for us to do and just be like, why, why don't people play this game? You know, there must be something about it. Um, but I'm kind of curious not to spend a lot of time, just kind of get a dip my toe in the water and see if it, see if it's like horrible. It sounds unappealing. But... Yeah. Okay. We'll do it, we'll do it for the <laughs> podcast. Gross. Maybe. Uh, uh, next in May, it looks like the mercenary rank is getting a simplification, right, uh, you get which like is journeyman one through five, and you have to do all mm-hmm. the stuff. But and apprentice one through five, I think yeah. too. Um, right. So one thing I didn't know is that they have silver accounts. Do you remember anything about these silver accounts? Yeah, well, I remember there being premier accounts um, where you had to pay preferred account or something like that. You paid almost $40 a month. I did that for one month. Um, and it allowed you special access to a certain server, a preferred server. And you have like more events like uh, GMs uh, are more abundant. There's like always a GM on interacting with you. Um, I, but I don't think, think a, silver, a silver account is like a free-to-play account. Okay. Uh, but it you can still get mercs and stuff. I don't know. I think it was like a... I mean, I might be completely wrong here, so somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. But from what I was reading, it was like a a short time offer type of thing that they did that gave them some perks to the game, but also. I I I vaguely remember something about that when I played on Povar. Like, I logged back into my Warrior and he had a silver account. Um, But I can't remember if I paid for it or if it was just free. Right. It sounds like it was free. Well, anyways, I guess. there's a lot of conversation about what the mercs are be, will be. Uh, obviously, J5 uh, is the one that they feel like will be for the live servers and the right. uh, gold accounts. And then Apprentice version, there's an argument between A2 and A5. Hmm. I don't know why, but I think it's because of something to have to do with the silver account. Right. Um, everybody's just speculating. Uh, but I think most of the people said uh, A5. So, which I think is probably right as well, anyways. Um, for what I don't know about. Well, <laughs> I know like free to play accounts, um, I think you're level capped. I can't remember like what level capped at, but you're also restricted on what gear you can use. Um, and so I have my 
level 85 warrior and he can't do a whole lot um he couldn't do a whole lot when he was free to play i tried doing it and i mean level 85 is pretty rough anyway but there's some gear that he could have had if i subscribed where people were like if you want it you can have it um but i didn't have a subscription and it was a pretty large difference in uh power for that gear so there is an incentive um to pay to but pay for your account right yeah I, I do like that they have the opportunity for people if they just want to you know level up to like 65 and mess around in planes of power they can do you can do that for free without paying for the game no problem right um they're also going to remove the quest line for obtaining the mercs so although in our current expansion seeds yeah. um they go ahead and you have to do progression basically and you get the J5 out of it. Um, they're just going to do away with the quest line or simplify it maybe. Who knows? Yeah, probably simplify um, it. There's also it. like a quest, Murdunk slash Stan quest or whatever. And that gets you the J5 anyways. It's like something for people with like heroic characters to go do. It's like a right. small quest. Right. But um, yeah. I don't care. I already have my mercs except for on pounded and so. Right. All right. So uh new Tempest Festival event. I don't even know what the Tempest Festival is. But more free XP pots. Yeah. Sounds cool. Um this one only applies to a very small amount of you, a server merge between Finnegal and Miracle servers to Vox. So if you're one of the five people that play on the servers, uh, maybe you know you'll be excited to get merged to box. No, I'm kidding. It's cool though. <laughs> Finney is Finney is getting merged. Finney's one of the TLP it's servers. One of the so. original TLPs, right? Uh, or is it really early on? It's early, but I don't think it's original. No. What about Miracle? Was that? That's another TLP from a long time ago, I think. Oh, okay. That's one of the original ones. I'm looking. You can up. look it up. I'm, I can <laughs> right now. I, I can tell. You can hear the. You can hear the. Okay, miracle heroic heard, progression server. That was a head start in heroic content. A miracle was the heroic server. Okay, yeah, yeah that's why they were able to. I heard that server sucked ass. Yeah, because no one knew what they were doing, right? Yeah, <laughs> you just become this level eighty-five character with all these abilities, and you have no idea how to use them. Which we will get to in September here. Cool. Oof. All right. So, oh yeah. So in July, um, not only being my birthday month, uh, we have the Scorched Skies event, which again, you know, probably Happy more birthday, bitch. Happy birthday. Um, <laughs> yours coming up soon. Um, and then new Overseer achievements. Which, yeah, I'm happy about that because now that we have Overseers, like I actually give a shit about them. Well, maybe tonight I'll figure out what the hype is all about if I get 85. I don't uh, think the first couple are fun, but, you know, uh, Pokin's been doing it for a couple of weeks now. and Yeah. They get better and better, so okay. Well, I have that to look forward to. Um, let's see. Oh, so this is one that we you mentioned, uh, either the last podcast or one before heroic characters update where heroic characters will now start at level 100 and it starts in September. Um, Do you remember in September? Yeah, so yeah. um, right now they're at 85 and the level cap is, I think, 120 now. Is that right? Or was 115, 120. 120. So there wasn't like getting one to 85. If your friends are already level 120, is not that challenging. Um, now getting to 100 probably takes you know substantially more time. I know with um, 
uh, World of Warcraft has something very similar to this, like a boosted. Uh, you can buy like a boosted uh, token, which is basically what these heroic characters are. And with every expansion, you could get boosted up to the max level of the previous expansion. Um, so like, say, this is even below what World of Warcraft might do. So like a level 120, uh, you could boost up to like 110, you know, um, just to give you like a fighting chance uh, to get in there. But I think at level 100, you should be able to group with other 120s and get experience. And you also get the auto-granted AAs uh, that go along with that. Because I can't imagine grinding like 10,000 AAs. <laughs> That's you, needed you for get, some, uh, You do get auto-granted AAs. You do get auto-granted AAs to a point. Uh, but even at this level 100, when the max level is 120, and by September, who knows, maybe they'll come out with another expansion. Um, but, oh no, 20, it's, that's in October. Um, but you're still going to be a lot of work to get up to 120. I feel like it shouldn't take shouldn't take more than a couple months. If you want to spend the money and boost a character with a heroic update, uh, make a heroic character, I think just like a couple of months to get max level, it shouldn't be that much of a journey. Okay. So we got a little bit to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, remember I said people would probably be happy if it was 100? Right. People aren't happy. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough, right? It's not enough. Well, so I'm, I'm trying to look for the post, but basically um, they made the hero characters 85 when the level was 100. Okay. Um, and then eight years, it's gone up 20 levels. Yeah. They think that starting at 100 is too low because in the next eight years, you know, if the pattern continues, um, basically a level 100 heroic is going to be obsolete quicker. Um, right. And the leveling isn't really a problem because everybody uses Overseer and everybody's going to get 120 really fast anyways. But they just feel like it, it, they're just they're not making it a high enough level to be, you know, cause even a level 100 with a level 120 isn't really doing anything. Right. Um, you know, similar to like how I was like level 80, um, in a group of 85s, I wasn't doing much. So like even that, a difference of five levels, um, right now. So imagine a difference of 20 levels later on and the gear that they have at level 100 is nothing compared to the 120 people. So oh, here we go. I got the, when they were introduced, they were 15 levels behind the cap, which was right. four years worth of expansions. This was always still too far behind to allow most new and returning players to actually join the contemporary game. And it fell to five years behind just six months after the next when the next expansion was released. Wow. Level 100 is already 20 levels behind the cap, which is eight years behind the current level cap, soon to be nine years. It's going to not entice players to try and start a new game. You're not going to get new players to come in. Um, and they still won't be able to join the general population. So I, I feel like I just kind of dawned on me, like this could be intentional because if they have people at the end game uh, right now, it's uh, Terror of Luckland, right? Um, mm -hmm. That means you have to create more content for those players. Whereas if you have TLPs, you don't have to create more content. You just have to re-release what you've already worked on. And so maybe they're just like, they don't want new people to go to these uh, in-game servers 
They want them to go. They don't want to go to life service. They want them to go to TLPs. Um, because I think they're also trying to do away with like blatant like pay to win. Like uh, all these people that have been playing EverQuest for twenty three years, right? They're you know they've put a lot of effort in their level one hundred and twenty ranger, right? And now Johnny, you know what's his face can go ahead and create a level one ten who's similar or on par to this guy who's put 23 years into his character. Yeah. Yeah. I see that too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not in the position of the person with 23 years, but yeah, I can see the frustration because you don't want to lose somebody like that because you know, that's a cash cow for, for dark ball games. If somebody is always going to be subbing, uh, been here for 23 years, they're hugely invested in the game. They're not likely to give up anytime soon. We can't make everybody happy, but no, I can't. feel like the majority is unset, upset, and they wish it was a little higher. Maybe 105 even would have been a little bit better, and there'd be less frowns. But but yeah, I, I would have no uh, no inkling to go to one of the live servers and play that. I've seen to some of the hot bars that are needed, you know, like six different hot bars with abilities. <laughs> so it looks too complicated for me. Hey, do me a favor real quick and uh, go ahead and Google the uh, Mangler progress and bring up the calendar. Okay, got you. Um, because this is where my mind was at when I heard about uh, New Heroics starting at level 100. Right. Okay. So currently with Heroics at level 85, on TLPs they get released in Veils of Alaris, as far as I know. Okay. Okay. And Veils of Alaris is July level 100? 27th. 95. 95. Okay. So, 95. Then you got 12 weeks of Veils of Alaris, right? Right. And October 19th, you get Reign of Fear. Which level is level 100. 100. But So now, you could just start, I think. I don't think they're going to let you do that. A level 100 heroic character with the start of Reign of Fear because, you know, they should be unlocked on TLPs. And yeah, but I think they're going to be level capped until um, until whatever expansion that occurs. Because, you know, a lot of a lot of times that happens with TLPs is that they make the updates based on when that update actually happened in the original timeline. But just imagine. Just imagine if you got this guy who just like, you know, didn't do anything, just came up to be level 100. Starting your level 100 warrior that is more hip. Right. A a thousand, 10,000 more AAs than your current warriors. Yeah, but they would have no idea how to use any of those abilities that they have. You just have one of your warriors buy a hero character and then do away with their warrior. Who cares? Maybe. If they're stacked, if they're better, you know, who knows? What happens well, I if mean, like what's keeping somebody from just because you know this also happens where somebody will make a character and look, we know people that have done this and just buy a character from somebody else for like three or four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, and who's done that? Oh, I don't know. There's you know some warriors that have done that in the past. Um, <laughs> he probably doesn't listen to the podcast, so I might as well just say who they are. But I don't even want to give them the shout out. Um, but no, just people that that do that. I, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. You know, there, there's a need for it. Um, and there's the people that they enjoy leveling, they enjoy gearing. And there's like, well, I got all the enjoyment I want out of this character. Um, 
I'm going to get compensated for the amount of time that I put into it and go and do it again, maybe. You know, if if I could do something like that, um, I don't think I'd make enough money doing it because I don't think I'd do it fast enough. Uh, but, you know, if, if I all I did was like leveling and gearing and then I had, um, I wouldn't do this to you guys, but like Telsey, I had all this stuff. And then by the time um, Underfoot comes out, just start over again. But that would be bad. Not doing you that. wouldn't do that? No. Because um, the amount of money you get out of it, you might get like $500 out of it. Think about the amount of time that you put into it. Now, granted, you do get some enjoyment out of that time, but the hourly rate that you're getting is probably below minimum wage. Well, hold up. We got a live announcement. Uh-oh. Our buddy, Aladdin, our new fun listener that has recently joined Kith and Ken has reached level 65. I just saw the update. Excellent. Congrats. He's cruising along. I think he just started, what, like three days ago? <laughs> yeah, I think three days ago. And that's what, you know, we were kind of saying, like, where right now is a pretty good time. If you're interested in the game, uh, Mangler's at a pretty good spot right now. We're kind of mid-expansion. Uh, so, you know, most of the people that are playing are max level. They're, like, leveling their alts or they're, they've already done so. And so they're looking for something to do. Um, and so if you have a friend that's playing or if you're really interested in it, um, go to the forums, um, you know, um, try to find a guild that uh, fits your time, your schedule for raiding. Reach out to them and say, hey, um, I, I really like the game. I've been away for a while. Is there any kind of class that's especially needed? Or I like to play this particular class. Would you accept me? Um, some some guilds may do it. Some may not. But Yeah, and they, I think... They told uh, Fortalis, uh, which is his Discord name, um, no, we do not want your ranger. Right. Uh, we could use a cleric, though. And he was like, yeah, fuck, I'll play a cleric. Right. <laughs> no, um, no, we have a new cleric. Right. Um, so just, and, you know, just be honest with guilds and tell them, you know, exact, don't, don't say I'll be anything you need me to be and then hate it, you know, two months down the line. Uh, that's not going to get you uh, very far. But if it's something that you don't mind playing or you're interested in playing, then yeah. Uh, now a special a shout out to K Kate Sumi. I think Kate Sumi has been uh, PLing him. He did. Yeah. I saw he ended up in Velks the other night. Um, he kind of, I think he got that cleric up to like 56 in a day. He told, he told so. me that he had like a half an hour uh, before he had to go get dinner. And then like 45 minutes after he got back from dinner and he got him to like 45 or 50. Yeah. It's, so. it's not too difficult uh, to get you up there. Now, it just it's going to take time on your part um, as the, a new player to one learn your class, but also you know do research as far as like what items are needed for your particular class. Um, there's a lot of information out there, like Raspers, uh, Raspers Realm will give you a, a nice uh, layout for each expansion, um, and you can see like you know how to progress through whatever flags you need. There's also black back flags that you can get, but um, yeah, don't and be what shy. I like you always reach always, out. There's people like you and me and Kara and Anigo that are always willing to help out, um, you know, newer people or even like current people, but they need help doing something. Um, we're always there to go ahead and do that, you know? Yeah. Um, just, I mean, we want to do our thing too, but you right. know, we're not, we're not, we're not going to shy away from helping out somebody in need. That's not our, that's not our character. We don't, we don't act like that. Yeah. And like, 
it's it's good to like say like what you need, but also you know when the time comes around to pay it forward and, and give back to what was given to you, uh, just make sure that you know you you pay it forward and and do the same for the next person that comes up. Right. Um, okay, cool. So moving on to October, we're almost done with uh, the roadmap for 2022. Um, October looks like they're going to uh, release the beta and announce the pre-order for, for the new the expansion, December expansion, December yep. expansion, which is that you know we don't know anything about it, uh, other yet. than Mayong's probably going to play a huge role in it. We know that. No. Uh, I believe it. they're going to do so they've done like two expansions for each of the modern or the original expansions right 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 right, right. so it's probably going to be Luckland. another Luckland um, expansion maybe, maybe Shishra Temple gets revived correct because they're doing Vexal on this one right they're doing Vexal that would be a lot of fun um, I think that was a really fun zone for me uh, I have a lot of good memories from Shishra Temple and um Maybe he actually does become a god or something like that, and we have to stop That'd be him. cool. That'd be cool. Um, uh, you can maybe see Kadi Shah again, the failed experiment. The failed experiment, yeah. For, I, I don't think I ever rated Kadi Shah. Like, our oh. didn't do it. We did it, but he was, I mean, he's an ass, so. Right. I'm cussing a lot on this uh, podcast. What's wrong with me? That's okay. I put, the explicit, I put the explicit tag on this, so say tag whatever it. the fuck you want, you know? Right. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, they also have something new for Halloween. How they call Knights of the Dead? Yeah, looking the forward Knights to that. Of the Dead. Yeah. Um, something really cool. I, I need to look more into this. Where they help raise funds to the Children's Miracle Network uh, in November. Yeah. Hey, thank you for bringing this up because I thought you and I would have a good conversation on this because um, we're both in the health field. Yes. And uh, you know, you're giving back to the future of uh, the world's nurses, right? Right. And I am uh, working with the underprivileged and uh, mentally deranged. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, while I was getting my undergrads, I worked at a children's hospital for three and a half years. And so, you know, pediatric, um, you know, pediatrics has been like a really big thing for me. I originally wanted to go into medical school to be a pediatrician. So it's, it's something that now that I got my job, I'm going to start uh, looking into doing some volunteer work at the local children's hospital in the name of my new school. So, yeah, I'm really big mandatory? into. I'm sorry, what? Mandatory? No, encourage, but not mandatory. No, but uh, <laughs> encourage as far as um, they'll provide me any resources that I need as far as to like set something up. So you're gonna love doing it anyway. So yeah, it's I not, like doing this. You don't have to twist your arm or anything. No, I, I just need a, an avenue to actually get my foot in the door and actually start doing some stuff because. You know, when a, a, a mid forty year old man comes in, you know, to the children's hospital, I want to help some kids. They're always like, "Hey, who are you with?" <laughs> but and when I'm with my university, there's always like, you know, a great avenue to be able to do a lot of work for the kids. Just put a clown nose on, tell everybody to call you Patch. Oh, then it's fine. Sure. <laughs> so there's also new content for Thanksgiving or the Feast of Giving. Uh, again, one of my favorite holidays. Thanksgiving feast of giving. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, just to circle back on the children's miracle network, mm -hmm. let's, uh, let's do a little bit of research. So next, uh, episode we can go ahead and uh, explain it a little bit clearer and maybe give some people some details. Uh, sure. Cause you know, maybe we can get a couple people to, to donate, uh, November is kind of far away. So, you know, save up your pennies now, five bucks, 10 bucks and 
by November, you know, you can give 50 bucks to the Children's Miracle Network. Who knows? For sure. And Pocono match every donation. That's good. I (laughs) wish I made that much money. I I made a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, that's something that we can actually get behind. And uh, as a podcast and as two EverQuest players, uh, get behind I, I will I will voice it right here right now. I'll, I'll definitely uh, donate 50 bucks at least. Yep, I got you. So. All right. So we'll see. In December, we got the new expansion, which you don't know anything about, and new content for New Year's event. Um, mm-hmm. So that looks fun. But throughout the year, raid zone performance improvements. So I don't know. I think that's like the disease and the, okay. um, you know, like the, the task ads and stuff like that, making all the windows a little bit better and doing things like that. Class tuning and balancing. I wonder like how far back they will go. Like, so if they have like the new TLP, would that include, include like new class balancing? Because it's, especially in like early content, it's needed because like for rogue and for paladin, like these classes aren't played. Um, I think that's just uh, a broad term of saying, like, yeah, when we find some things that need to be fixed, we're going to fix them. Just like every patch when they have, oh, added this to the dots of the necros and took this away from the mages. Right. And then uh, anti-cheat improvements. We've already seen uh, the massive ban from everyone using multi-quest. Suspension. Uh, suspension suspension is different than a ban oh right it was a, a suspension seven day suspension right or seven mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. yeah so more anti-cheat improvements which is needed um there's some quality of life stuff that you know i feel it was in game breaking but just improving the game um but definitely like no warping uh no um afk automation that kind of stuff that to me that that's game breaking I think the problem is that they've never been like specifically clear on maybe what's considered cheating and what's not like they've okay Gina, I feel, but like maybe not officially. officially. And also not even parsers. It's not like it's not really changing the game, but right. Um, Anyway. So, I mean, if uh, if parsers are illegal, then give me my seven-day ban because I'm using the uh, uh, EQ suspension. parser. Suspension. This is, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, it just it would be clear. It would be awesome if they were like, hey, all right. Don't use this program. If we catch you, you know, auto-foraging in plane of innovation with your keyboard macro, um, we're going to ban, give you a suspension or something. Right. Uh, two suspensions, you're banned. Right. Uh, if we catch you warping around and, you know, AFK playing, you know, one time, two time, here's your suspension. You, you, that's what, like, uh, a new employee handbook is for. That is what, like, uh, the EULA is for. That right. is what, when you go to a college and you're getting, like, a, a new student orientation, it gives you your policies and procedures and it tells you, uh, maybe not what the outcome's going to be, but it tells you, like, hey, you're allowed 15-minute breaks, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I think more clear guidelines as far as, like, what's acceptable and what's not. Uh, even just saying what's acceptable and then just saying anything beyond that is is terms for, you know, is grounds for a suspension. Um, but, yeah, I think they should make it pretty clear 
about what their expectations are because it's kind of a gray area. So like our Harry Potter eyes or what is it, what's it actually called? Um, uh, uh, show EQ? Is that, show EQ is, that it? is that fine? Like to me that it does change the game quite a bit, but um, it only gives you information about what's actually happening, but it doesn't manipulate the game as far as uh, giving anyone uh, a true advantage, but it gives you some advantage. Um, it, it effectively removes the use of rangers or bards for, or druids for tracking. But, um, yeah. How awesome was that ability anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gave bards tracking, but bards can track like barely in front of their nose. Yeah, like 50 feet around them. But, uh, but yeah, no, like I want, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. And I think um, with the 64-bit, that might be something that they can maybe do more anti-cheating improvements you know what i'm saying right or they just stuck that in there to scare some people and they're not going to do anything at all that that's not likely but that's uh, a true possibility for sure the only reason i say that is because um if you read through the forums I'm, i know you've gone through there a couple times uh they talk quite often you know uh, people that use uh, red guides, people that use uh, multi-quest and, um, you know, macros and stuff like that. Um, multiplicity. Uh, yeah, multiplicity. Um, you know, different different things. Um, and they say, like, hey, some of these boxers are the people that are paying the accounts. These people that have six, ten accounts that they're boxing with and they you know, go ahead and they go to a zone where no one's at. And sure, you may see them doing something maybe illegal in the zone that they're in, but you, typically they don't bother people. They they have right. 10 characters because they like to play by themselves. They don't want to play with other people. Right. Um, and I see a lot of people are making that argument or making that point. Um, and, you know, they, they want to say, no, cheating is bad, but also... So many people cheat and so many people are doing the things that they're saying don't do and they don't ever get in trouble for it. Right. Unless narked on or recorded, you know. So, yeah, you know, maybe they could just be like, we're going to stop, put a stop to this cheating stuff. Some anti-cheating improvements. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's the right thing to say uh, for the vast majority of players. Like, they want to they want a somewhat of a fair playing field. Um, but yeah, they also, Daybreak Darkball Games know that it's a source of revenue, uh, consistent source of revenue, because these players are always going to play on the new TLPs um, and they'll keep playing on them as long as like there's a decent population. So it's always money coming in for Darkball Games. And that's what it all comes down to is the money coming in. Like their decisions are always going to be based on what they feel it's going to bring the most money in uh, and you know they'll cater to whoever whoever provides that for them that's why tlps are so impressive yep all right well we got through the whole year oh and beyond 2022 a new ui engine because i think once they upgraded the 64 bit then they can start developing that new ui engine um that's kind of what you know what you explained to me about the ui uh, i'm sorry about the 64 bit improvement so they probably need some time to work on that. I agree. But yeah, it's it's really nice for them to at least 
you know, say, hey, we're doing stuff. Like we're trying to make the game better. Uh, we're not just sitting back and collecting your monthly subscription and being happy with where we're at now. We want to continue to make it better. Um, and that's good to hear. I wonder, you know, with this, will there ever be like an increase in subscription costs? Mm. I think it'll stay at, at well, I, I pay month by month because you know me. I'm very yeah. fickle. So I, I pay, pay month every by three month. months. But also, I, I, I don't mind the subscription fee. And I also, I would pay more if there was a reason to you know what i'm saying yeah i think we talked about that and i think twenty dollars even twenty five dollars would be like i feel comfortable with um anything more i mean i have the money but it's just like a principle like if it was thirty dollars and i'd be like hmm how much time do i spend but the the per hour like the hourly rate of what i like made as make as a professor and then like how much time i spend on this game it would still be so cheap to play this game you know, even at $30 an hour, because I, you know, I play uh, quite a bit. Uh, but for some people, $30 an hour would be, you know, it, it starts to eat away at their monthly budget. And I feel at $15 an hour, it's affordable for most people. What is your f most exciting thing from 2022 that, you know, you're, you're looking forward to? Ooh, um really just more um, expansions being released on Mangler. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to because they're all new to me. So I quit playing in Seed of Destruction, um, but the new expansions being released in Mangler and being able to play with my new friends over at uh, in Kith and Kin, um, I'm looking forward to all that. Um, I, I could be, you know, excited slightly about the new progression server, but I feel like, like you said, I'm going to be so involved in like House of Thule um, and what's the other one at that time? Let's see, House of Thule and Vale of Alaris. Um, I'm, I'm not going to really have a lot of time to bother with it, I feel. Um, so, yeah, I guess just the new expansion being released on Mangler is everything I'm looking forward to. How about Things you? to do. Uh, well, you know, I asked you the question, and I thought you were going to ask me it back, and I didn't even... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know um, you're also looking forward to the new expansions as well, but you know, it all I, depends on what the what the gimmick is. Yeah. Um, but really, I don't know. I just hope that they uh, tune rogues a little bit better. Um, two hand am, piercing. Yes, and kick. Give me something. Give, give or kick. just let me. I don't know. Just let me be better. I'm tired Quad, of quadruple backstabs. You know, this is something we can talk about in a different episode, but I'm looking at the parser when we're doing these raids, and Berserkers don't even have to fucking try, and they top the parse. They don't even look like they're trying, and they just do double the DPS that I do, which is unreal for... Okay, granted, their only job is to be melee. Uh, we have some, like, class utility as a rogue, but... There's no reason why but you need to blow me away really like that. They have some class utility. They, they can snare. Um, they can, like, sunder armor and, like, reduce AC. They have different things like that. But, I mean, not to the extent of a rogue or, like, a wizard or something. But Right now I'm, like, paired up with bards, bards. and warriors. I was really surprised about the DPS ability of warriors. Um, I, I'm looking it forward to seeing if I can, you know, crack the top ten sometime soon. Um, after getting level 85 and after getting uh, a few more of my spells and or 
uh, pieces of gear. I really want to see if I can crack the top 10. I'm, you know, in groups I'm doing okay, but in raids, I feel like I'm slipping behind uh, just because I'm a little more fragile and trying to dodge mechanics a little more. But yeah, I want to see what I can get out of this wizard. Uh, I'm excited too because I saw you casting away there. Yeah, I'm still getting like you know. 30, 40k nukes. You can see like when big chunks get taken off of a mob that, you know, came back from class and hit a button. And the mobs have like 210 to 250,000 hit points. So, you know, 40k nuke is a big nuke. Yeah. And that's not my best nuke. I get better better nukes. Um, Real quick, what do you think about a roadmap for Efferpels? Do you got any plans for 2022 with us? Um, Put you in the spot. Yeah, so like I, I know we've talked about this. Uh, many times I want to keep continue with the class guides because um, we have some new friends in kith and kin uh, that we can you know draw in I think you know now we have our buddy Lambeck, uh who listens and uh, maybe we can do like a warrior episode with Lambeck in here um, I want to get Lambeck on specifically because uh, you know hey maybe a little preview of the the future here uh, Lambeck is a truck driver yeah and he plays EverQuest on the road, and I just think right. that is the coolest. I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I want to know. Like, I want you to tell me everything. Like, are you comfortable when you play? <laughs> like, what's going on? Are you playing on a? Like, do you have? Are you mount? Do you have a mount? You know, what do you? What's going on in, in your life over there? I Could talked a little bit about that. I don't want to give away too much about it, but it's fairly yeah, interesting yeah, how he plays. And he actually one of his stops because he goes all the way from Canada all the way down to Southern California. One of his stops is like 30 miles away from my house. So uh, Lambeck and I are going to have lunch together at the Chuck E. Cheese uh, sometime soon, as he says. I heard him heard, saying that. Yeah, go to the Chuck E. Cheese. Um, so we're going to be going. No, we're not really going to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, but we're going to go grab a burger or something together and hang out. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll have him on the podcast sometime soon. And someone like, I think, Bazilla plays uh, Necromancer, right? Uh, Bazilla is a monk and... No. Uh, I thought yes. he was a necromancer. Wow, what a you're a poor guy. Don't don't listen, oh, well, Bazilla. I mean, he chose he chose burritos over the podcast a while back. I chose ninety day fiance once over the <laughs> podcast. So we all have but, our our vices. Uh, but yeah, sorry about that, Bazilla. Uh, I was talking to Kate Sumi, and Kate Sumi gave me some uh, DL info on Bazilla. So I'm interested in getting him in here and uh, you know asking him some of these things that Kate Sumi was slipping to me. Okay, but yeah, for me, like more class guides. And also um, maybe some uh, maybe a lore episode, and we just kind of like talk about one zone or maybe like one or two zones or even one expansion, and just really get into the lore of that expansion or something. That's kind of where I see things going. Yeah, maybe something like that we're doing now. What's we could that? do like old stuff, obviously, but I would love oh, to talk yeah. about the lore You're talking about and seeds of destruction. Yeah, I think. Just a whole arc line from Gates of Discord to Omens of War to Seas of Destruction. Like those three expansions really tie into each other. They have a common theme. And um, well, Seas of Destruction is really cool because so much of lore is explained during Seas of Destruction. I really like it. Um, so yeah, we should definitely do an episode about those three expansions and how they all kind of tie in together. Oh man, we're creating more work for ourselves. But uh, I think we better call an end to it because people are probably getting tired of hearing our voices. And I got level eighty-five to get. Uh, we got some. Well, we got some Olin McKenzie raids to do. This for? We uh, we did we hit our hour, dude. We are at an hour and twenty minutes right now. 
Whoa. Whoa. It happened. Yeah. And you probably was, listening, you're probably like, did I just, did I really listen to this for an hour and 20 minutes? Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. So, I thanks. was excited to talk about all this stuff, guys. And, you know, the fact that we took a, took a week to, you know, kind of sit on it and, you know, digest all the stuff that they were talking about for the next year gave me more and more and more to talk about and not right off the top of my head. So mine was all yeah. off the top of my head. I've been so busy with classes right now teaching. Um, this is my first look at this roadmap. <laughs> so you got my true and my immediate reaction to all of these topics. True, true and honest opinion, huh? Honest opinions, yep. Before we end this real quick, um, go ahead and just give us a small update on where TLC is at. Um, and yeah, you said almost 85. Um, yeah, so TLC was the name given to Telsey, <laughs> T-E-L-C-E-I, um, by Anigo, uh, which I really like because it, it works like it's perfect. Uh, he also calls me teabag. I don't, I don't mind that so much. I, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Um, but yeah, so I'm about at level 85. I haven't started working on IAs. I have pretty decent gear. Um, having a lot of help with Seeds of Destruction. It's a really nice uh, expansion. Lots of group gear uh, drops. Not so much visible gear, but that can be uh, supplemented once you hit level 80 by doing these Old Man McKenzie raids or, or group missions. Uh, you can get uh, group or raid gear content um, fairly easily. Uh, group gear, you get a chance at three items each day, um, and also nine AAs, and then also maybe around 10% experience uh, for running all three of them. It's really nice once you hit level 80, um, and it gives you something new to do. Uh, but yeah, it's been really nice leveling up. Um, if I get level 85 today, I can start doing Overseer, and you know creating a buffer as far as my experience goes and i think that's about all i have so. yeah we were having a lot of fun doing these omms um and the raids you know six boxing uh well not six boxing personally but six people four of us four people three. um six characters um and also Something sometimes like three three people and six characters um but i only i don't have my box computer anymore i, I put it i stored it away um, in anticipation of my move later this year and it's not coming out of the storage box it might just get donated altogether <laughs> but um, i don't blame you yeah but yeah we've been having fun doing all that so mm -hmm. i just wanted to give a quick update because you know what poking's still doing the same old shit so tlc is the one that we care about right now yeah i think it won't be much longer i'll be pretty much caught up with you all in gear i'm now raiding with kith and ken and so i'm building up dkp I got 10 so far, and caster gear goes for like one or two DKP. Uh, you guys know from Kith and Ken like how, how easy it is to get gear as a caster, hopefully. Um, but yeah, like I said, nothing, nothing but great things to say about the guild. I felt very welcomed from the moment I started. It was nice having, you know, three good friends with uh, Pokin, Anigo, and Kara already in there, but everyone's made me feel really uh, welcome, and it's been a good experience. I just realized we're like the wolf pack from The Hangover. It's the three best friends so, out of anybody. There's, oh, there's three of us. No, it's four of us. Well, yeah, but that's the song, though. So who's the one that got lost on the rooftop? I think that'd probably be you. Probably me. Yeah. Or Nego. Nego could get lost. Nego could get lost. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, are you all queued up and ready to go? I am queued up and ready to go. Like I, I thought about that about five minutes ago when we started talking about how long it was. Seven got, minutes ago. Yeah, I got <laughs> the sound turned on. I have it ready to hit play and start the music. So, um, thank you all for listening. Please check us out on Discord. 
go to the Linktree link at the bottom of the description here. Check us out on social media. Say hi to us. We, we'd like to hear from you. And um, ready for the outro music? I am ready. Hit it, boy. All right. Goodbye. Thank you.